Ask Andy is our new subscriber-only show. Every month, Andy answers your questions. Like these. What's your favourite colour biro? What the f*** is it with you and terrapins? Uh, what are the spring 2024 catwalk colours? How goes it with the sitar? Can you recommend either the floating barge or the detour to Rwanda? What do you think of the kids of politicians getting into politics? Maybe you and your colleagues would be able to suggest some coping mechanisms. And Andy even asks a few questions himself. Do you, do you think I could get to Christmas number one? Subscribe to Ask Andy Now via any podcast platform. Go to thebuglepodcast.com forward slash donate. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to Top Stories. This is producer Chris. In February 2020, there was one big question we were all worrying about. Just how worried did we need to be? <laughs> if only we'd known. It's Bugle Issue 4142, Kalashnikov. <coughs> Top Story this week, virus updates. The uh, naughty little coronavirus continues to worm its virusy way. Around the world, we've had the first cases in sub-Saharan Africa, in Wales, even in New Zealand. The global markets are noisily crapping themselves. The Dow Jones has gone slump-a-dump down uh, over 10%. The FTSE in London has uh, experienced its biggest one-week flop-down since uh, since 2008. $5 trillion have been wiped off the value of the world's financial markets. Admittedly, that is money that didn't really exist. But now it exists even less. Um, the world is being told not to panic, which is generally a sign that panicking is very much an on-the-table option. Um, <laughs> it is a strange time. We don't quite know... People... I think the thing is, we don't know 
the exact right amount to panic? I mean, yeah, the problem with... We don't know if we're worrying too much. The possibilities being that it will spread virulently, mutate to be more deadly and be the solution to global overpopulation that only sociopaths think about, or it will stay relatively contained or spread and be bad, but not all that bad, all things considered, in which case everyone will be embarrassed about wearing masks and being xenophobic about Chinese tourists <laughs> as it runs around the world like a toddler rounding around the <laughs> playground going, catch me, catch me. <laughs> But of course, as you say, the real worry with the impact of the coronavirus is its impact on the health of the market. Um, if only the Dow Jones index could wear a face mask. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we still don't know, is this going to be the most dangerous cough since the Kalashnikov? Or <laughs> is it uh, going to be less dangerous than that everyday activities like crossing the road? Or is it going to be as dangerous as crossing the road if that road is an eight-lane motorway? packed with speeding zombies and flame-throwing megatanks. <laughs> uh, the global markets, NATO, I'm, I know you're a huge fan of uh, global <laughs> markets and all their forms. They've been, uh, been thoroughly <laughs> spooked. Yeah, well, you know, as, as, a, as a comedian, like, we're, you know, we're all tr trying to figure out how to go viral, but uh, not like this. <laughs> uh, I, I was thinking more Instagram. Uh, I, Andy, I know you like a stat, so you want the latest stat? Go on, then. Uh, on coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, this morning, a poll came out that 38% Americans say that they won't buy Corona beer because of the coronavirus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, no. So the latest poll is that 41.5% of American adults approve of Trump as president. Both polls have a 3% margin of error. So you can reasonably deduce that there's a lot of overlap <laughs> between people who approve of Trump and people scared of Corona beer because of the coronavirus. Uh, this is especially amazing because Corona is a Mexican beer, <laughs> and yet the coronavirus is uh, stoking anti-Chinese racism. So not only are they stupid, but they're bad at racism. Uh, I mean, it's a terrible beer to not want to have, the Corona beer, because it's the only one that'll stop you getting scurvy as well, with the lime in the top. All right. Is that a thing that they do in uh, right. America? <laughs> Uh, yes, yes. We've been, we're uh, focused on containing the scurvy outbreak. <laughs> um, so uh, if you are so racist that you can't tell the difference between Mexican beer and a Chinese virus, you might be a Trump administration cabinet secretary. <laughs> Um, I mean, you might be thinking also with with the the global financial market situation. If it's a good idea to have based uh, our entire economic viability and stability as a planet on a system that shits its britches at what might or might not happen whenever a new disease pops up, well, if you're thinking that, I would simply advise you to remember who won the Cold War, and at least <laughs> it's more sensible than crashing the planet for a bunch of fucking tulips, as our so-called forebears famously did some time ago. Um, I mean, obviously, the big concern is the cancellation of sporting events, which is uh, accelerating Six Nations uh, rugby game between Ireland and Italy has been called off. The Olympics, seemingly under greater threat, is is nothing. Is nothing. So mass gatherings in general are facing being preemptively degathered. Generally, it's not going to affect me because I'm an antisocial bastard who spends most of his time alone in a shed. But sport. 
well, leave sport out of it. Sport and the arts carnival in Venice has been cancelled and therefore all unexpected pregnancies for the next three weeks <laughs> in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> and even more importantly than the health of the markets and sport is the effect of you know what's being called COVID-19 on the presidential race in America, whether the global panic will lead voters to stick with the incumbent or whether they'll blame Trump for his policies of making taking money out of health services and pulling money out of the pandemic response sectors of the government or whether he'll tweet about it and somehow blame it on Obama. We don't know. We'll find out when somebody's campaign starts to run a high fever. <laughs> um, uh, NATO, uh, how have you been dealing with the news that um, America's efforts to defend itself against the virus have been entrusted to Mike Pence? <sighs> Uh, well, so a few things. The Mike, Mike Pence works with Health Secretary Alex Azar. Alex Azar said that the vaccine of the coronavirus may not be affordable. Uh, and this is a, a fascinating take on Trumpian ideology because their priority typically is to help the rich people stay healthy and let the poor die, and they think <laughs> they will cull the herd. But that's not actually how f***ing infectious disease works. Uh, like, virus doesn't go traipsing through your neighborhood and see the Tesla in the driveway and check your credit st- score and say, oh, carry on then. It's it's not the blood on the door frame. Yeah, it's, it's not Passover, dummy. Uh, so if you don't want to, pour, to give poor people the medicine, who do they think makes their food? Like, it's not all Jamie Oliver and Nigella Lawson doing all the cooking in America. Like, it's mostly poor people. So uh, Trump has tapped Mike Pence to lead the response to uh, uh, coronavirus vice president mike pence this raises concerns because he does not believe in science <laughs> actually that's unfair mike pence believes he would have been on the cutting edge of science for the 17th century um <laughs> well, but I mean, uh also the problem with God. mike pence is you know he's not a good person to lead up this campaign because you have to have somebody who's afraid of the coronavirus in order to combat it and he's not afraid of the coronavirus because he's a man made out of a statue of a statue <laughs> <laughs> Only partially brought to life by a kiss. Someone who didn't love him that much. As as governor of Indiana, Mike Pence cut funding for public health and prevented the establishment of a needle exchange program, which led to an outbreak of HIV. So his plan to stop the spread of the coronavirus is to give it AIDS, um, <laughs> which may not work out. Uh, other cutting-edge medical solutions Mike Pence is looking at to stop the spread of the coronavirus include leeching, exorcism, shame, flogging, <laughs> burning at the stake, lime juice and gin, and blaming the Jews. Um, and because he's a racist uh, and doesn't like immigrants, he doesn't know what everyone in Latin America knows, that the one thing that you need to stop the coronavirus or any disease or affliction at all is Vicks Vaporub. Uh, I mean, experts have said that Mike Pence is, quote, not up to the task of leading America's virus war, uh, a point of view echoed by non-experts, indeed anyone (laughs) with a vaguely functioning head. For me, Mike Pence versus the coronavirus, uh, I mean, that's that's not reassuring that appointment. That's as reassuring to me as appointing Seabiscuit as a 
the head surgeon in a cranial trauma unit. Um, <laughs> is, isn't Mike Pence versus the coronavirus the new Godzilla movie? <laughs> I think it is. Because Seabiscuit is not only a horse, but is also a dead horse <laughs> who, when alive, was mostly concerned with running as fast as possible. So there's a number of qualities you don't want in a surgeon. Hooves, an urge to sprint, and being already <laughs> dead. It just sends a bad message like being an optician with two monocles of different thicknesses. But for me, I'd say... <laughs> Hearing that Mike Pence has been put in charge of the coronavirus effort is like being stuck on a desert island down to your last few drops of water with no food for days. Finally, you see a ship appearing over the horizon, sailing to your rescue. It gets closer and closer, and the prospect of your being saved makes your heart beat stronger in your chest. And just as it pulls to shore, you realise it's not a ship, it's Mike Pence. <laughs> <laughs> and Trump, as I mean, this is a, this is, yeah... What the leadership qualities required in a crisis like this are uh, yeah, calmness, honesty, and you know, reassuring <laughs> the leadership, um, which are, uh, to be honest, around the world, qualities that have proved electorally toxic. And <laughs> Trump, calm, and reassuring honesty go together like a seagull and an aeroplane propeller. <laughs> <laughs> and this was a, another thing coming out of the White House. The acting chief of staff, Mick Mulvaney, um, who's uh, accused the media of stoking a panic in an effort to take down Trump on the grounds that impeachment failed. And his advice for the uh, the panicking markets uh, uh, was to say, turn off your televisions for 24 hours. <laughs> That's what we need in this world. Just ignore everything. I like that he thinks anyone gets the news from television anymore. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Buglers. Look in a mirror. Tell yourself you're great. Blow yourself a kiss. Flex your biceps. You don't look that bad, do you? You're great. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.